2: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Richard Serrett sitting in for George Norrie. Follow me on Twitter at Richard Serrett, S-Y, because I love you, R E T. Maurice Omdor is a medium, clairvoyant, psychic, and numerology expert. He's done over 50,000 readings and traveled the globe with his work. Maurice claims to have made predictions that include Donald Trump winning the U.S. presidency, presidential election arnold schwarzenegger becoming governor of california george w bush being re-elected for a second term he's a regular psychic reader on spirit and destiny magazine where his predictions for political figures as well as the hottest celebs are published maurice welcome to coast to coast am how are you
1: good morning well good morning or good night i'm not sure for me it's about 6 a.m i'm really good I, i i messed up the dates and i traveled to the canary islands where i am now so I got in about five, six hours ago and um, then realized that I'm doing this. But I'm, I'm very pleased to be doing it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it's lovely and warm here. So Fantastic.
2: Ready. All right. So I'm always curious whenever I speak with a, a psychic or a clairvoyant or a medium, uh, anyone that has these gifts, when it started for them, when did you know that you had these
1: abilities? Well, first of all, the, the thing that would be the most honest thing to say, is I didn't know that everybody else didn't. That's the crazy thing. You see, um, if you look at children, when they're babies, sometimes they're talking to spirit, or they seem to be talking to a little friend or whatever, and they don't know that you can't see their little friend. Have you ever seen a little girl maybe having a little tea party on her own and she's talking to her best friend who's not there? Have you ever seen that? It does exist. Yes. A lot of of children are still attached to the spirit world. I I never knew that everybody wasn't like me. So when I used to say things... um, I didn't know that I didn't attach any meaning to them. I would have said uh, three or four was when it would have maybe been noticeable, but I didn't notice it. other people did. And also a lot of them didn't like it because, you know, if you're speaking to an uncle of say 50 and you're four and you know his private business, um, that could be a little bit annoying or frustrating, couldn't it?
2: I'll bet. I'll bet. So uh, how did you,
1: the ability functioning from, Uh, you know, the the really early years, around the time I went to nursery school is when it first started.
2: Do you remember the first time maybe you shocked your parents with something that you knew or saw?
1: Um, I I, I was always very close with my father and I was very lucky, and my mother, but with my father, was very lucky because he treated us children, as it were. I was talking about this with my niece and nephew um, on the airplane flight. And and, um, he he treated us as adults. And he communicated with us from day one like we were grown up and like we were his friends as opposed to his children. So, with my father, um, I started telling him things and saying this or that would be okay from about three or four. Um, But he he always treated me as a grown up. For example, um, if you were upset as a child or you had an accident or you did something, you'd say, Why did you do that? Um, He wouldn't slap you or scream. He'd say, What did you do that for? What was your reason? Um, You know, because a a kid might break a pencil or um, drop a remote control or or, or spill something or do something or throw a tantrum. But he would want to know why. He'd say, why did you do that? And he was ever so clever. Another couple of things he did. When I was about four, he made me drink whiskey because he knew I'd vomit. And I've never had, I've been teetotal my entire life. When I was about six, um, cigars were the big thing. So he made us smoke them. And none of my brothers smoke. He's very clever, my father, in a very subtle way. But he treated us like we were grown up.
2: Right. You did you ever? Did you ever yeah. shock your parents by 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 letting them know no, that I, you I knew know know I, ahead I, of time I, a relative I, maybe had passed on?
1: Yes. I, I, I well, there's a few of those. Um, uh, uh, when, when we go back into my childhood, uh, there's, there's a few that stand out for me. I, I, I don't know if they stand out for them. But one evening, about seven or eight in the evening, midwinter, which in London, uh, seven, in, no, could probably, early, maybe it was five in the evening. Um, it's very pitch black and freezing cold in the winter time. you know, the winter months. And so um, I remember saying to my mother, daddy's had an accident and she you know, she looked at me and, as if, you know, why would you say something like that? And then said, I'm going. And I, I ran out of the house about a mile to where he was. Thank God he was okay, but the car was smashing us. And he said, it's small car. But I saw it in my head and I didn't know that other people didn't do that. So that was the first, that's one of the times. Then another time, um, the phone was ringing. Oh, I said, that's only to tell you, uncle passed. Well, I didn't say passed, I think I said died or he's dead. And my mother slapped me because it's not a very nice thing to say. And then of course, when she opened the phone, when I say slapped me, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to make a court case here, she's just, you know. Right clapped me on the face up gently, how dare you speak like that? You know, I, don't, I don't want to mis the surface. But of course, when they answered the phone, that's exactly what had happened. And then when I was at school, um, in the four, five, six area of age, because uh, I don't know what you call those. Um, you've got all sorts of different um, names in your schools for the years. We, we just, you know, go to school about four and a half, five. I'm born in August, so I was always one year behind. I was the youngest kid in the class, if that makes sense. But anyway, the teachers would get frustrated because I knew what was going on in their personal lives. And I was able to link in with their minds a little bit. So uh, the teachers would bring something up to try and separate themselves from the children in order to gain control. And I already knew more about certain things than they did, not because I'm so clever, but because I was able to link into some kind of ethereal energy pot. I have the moon in Aquarius. And most Aquarian people with sun or moon Aquarius can do that. Um, there are, not that other signs can't, but um, it, 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 I, can, I can link into things. One evening, uh, as an adult, though, I was sitting in a hotel in London, the Mayfair Hotel, waiting for a friend of mine called um, Fred Dreyer, uh, a football player and oh, Paul, yes. a former TV actor. And yes, um, Hunter. he was upstairs doing something, and I was sitting there. I mean, he and I have been close since I was 18. He's a wonderful man, but um, an amazing, you know, he's got the same birthday as Sylvester Stallone. And the same ah. kind of there's no there's no aging there. They don't age those guys. They train every day, restrict their diet, and anyway. uh, so I'm waiting in in the foyer there for about an hour. And I'm chatting to this guy who I've never met because I'm a talkative kind of fellow, and he was a, a nuclear physicist. And I found myself being able to converse with him on anything and everything he was talking about to do with his work. And of course, I don't know diddly about um, nuclear fusion or any of it, and yet I knew all of it in all the terms. He said, "Have you studied this?" Then I said. Absolutely not. I'm linking with something. I don't understand it myself, but I understood it in the moment. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes,
2: yes, it's that's crazy. remarkable. And I
1: have that even now, so it doesn't matter what subject it is, I'm able to understand the person that I'm that I'm next to or speaking to or around and how they're thinking and what their life is about, no matter what field they're in. It's very often.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: You mentioned uh, Sly Stallone.
1: Sorry. Uh, you mentioned. You, his mother, uh, Jacqueline, was one of the greatest astrologer, clairvoyant mediums to ever walk on this planet. Unbelievable. Really? Mind boggling. Um, now that was interesting because when I, when I first met her, she was the 29th of November, 1921. But around the time I met her, I also met about a half a dozen major celebrities who were all born on that birthday. Because every now and again, we go into a field of energy that draws towards us people born around the same time. So I was very close with an ex called Jeff Fahim who did The Lawnmower Man and then later Lost and about 200 other appearances. And um, then Kim Delaney from NYPD Blue, who's also the 29th of November. And then the blonde that used to be married to Chris Pratt, Anna Faris, 29th of November. They all circle around you at the same time. Well, that's what happens to me. I'm sure it happens to others. People don't even realize, and it's funny. I was saying to to my nephew-in-law, that's my niece's uh, husband. That's who I flew out with. They're they're in a different apartment, but... um, I was saying, look at this, you're a Leo, I'm a Leo, we're both wearing light blue tracksuits. And then we did a thing on the airplane where we checked anyone in a light blue tracksuit and asked when when their birthday was for a bit of fun. And every single one was a Leo that was wearing a light blue tracksuit. And I found that people born under the same sign often wear the same color or doing the same thing at the exact same moment. I've got an even bigger one than that for people. This is quite fun, they can check it out. Usually wherever you are, anywhere, doing anything, right next to you is somebody else with either the identical or a day apart birthday, right next to you in that place. So, for example, if you're in a restaurant celebrating your birthday and say, it's, I don't know, March 6th, two other people in that room will be March 6th. And if it's not just a restaurant, it could be anywhere. You could be in a chemist. You could be anywhere. Pharmacy. You could be at a convention. But you'll find that people who are born on the same day are doing the exact same
2: thing that's remarkable oh, i'm going to test that out next time i'm at the ball game uh, to see well, the Well, you, you'll Jays. find
1: it fascinating also one of the reasons over the years i was able to predict the outcome of ball games which i haven't done for a little while is by reviewing the birth dates of all the players and then checking who's in the time frame of winning this works in boxing uh, and many other sports hmm. also when we watch feature films this is quite interesting Every movie that was ever a major hit, even if there's an ensemble cast, will have perfect astrology. For example, let's take uh, Greece. The two leads in Greece are John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. John John Travolta is Aquarian. Olivia Newton-John is a Libra. And major events tend to be around perfect astrology. So let's go to the recent incident at the Oscars. One other thing, because you like conspiracy, don't you? This is a little fun fact. I don't know oh, you yes. know this, but do you know that this year's Oscars were sponsored by a major drug company who have just released a major push on an alopecia drug?
2: Uh, yes, yes, that's going around. The word on that is yeah. going
1: around. Isn't no, that interesting? But here's, what's so, here's what's so funny about it. The whole incident revolves around Jada Pinkett Smith, 18th of September, who's a Virgo, Week of the literalist, And, of course, she's been suffering from alopecia. Funny that her alopecia was the main talking point. The next thing Mm -hmm. that was funny was that um, Chris Rock is the 7th of February, therefore he's an Aquarian. And um, Will Smith is the 25th of September, so he's a Libra. He's a Virgo-Libra cusp on the Libra side. So in order to make the perfect impact, negative or positive, you've got an Aquarius and a Libra, just like you had in Greece with John Travolta and Lady Newton-John making those Oscars one of the most famous Oscars that ever happened and I'm sure helping that drug company as well funny that hmm. is
2: now can see now those, do you
1: shops everywhere by the way uh, right i'm just going to uh, oh, sorry
2: oh i was just going to say uh, in terms of you know business relationships because i earlier i quoted JP Morgan and JP Morgan said that millionaires do not use astrology billionaires use astrology so well, how that, what how prevalent
1: this is quite a, it's very prevalent, because I was, going to, I was going to go into what happened to me. Most of my former years, as a, as a psychic person, when I stopped acting due to disappointment of getting one of the best roles that exists for a man on Earth, and then, well, it's a, a fun little story, it won't take very long. Uh, back in the 80s, I, I was going to be an actor, because I had a certain look um, at that time. Um, I looked very similar, actually, than Daniel Craig, but without the big ears and the big nose. Same height, same height <laughs> but very similar. No, no, you, I, there are pictures online of me at that point in time. Anyway, and I went up for the thing that he eventually got. But at the time, Cubby Broccoli wouldn't use anyone under six feet. I was about five ten and a half. And um, but later on, um, Daniel Craig was cast. I think he does a lovely job. Now, why was I talking about this? There was a reason. You asked me something about. Oh, well, we were
2: talking about the, how how maybe casting directors might look use astrology or business oh, yeah, okay, people. So I was going
1: to go into that. Right. So here's what happened. So. Um, uh, we were talking about billionaires and millionaires. So anyway, what I was going to get to was astrology, numerology plays a massive role in, in how people are cast, what happens in movies. But we were talking about billionaires and millionaires. So, yes, yeah, so before I was ever working professionally as a psychic, I was an actor. I then quit. And around the time I quit uh, bothering with acting, I started traveling the world doing events and festivals as a person learning their craft. I sort of tread the boards and I hardly charged anything. And I did thousands upon thousands of readings for people to make sure that I got better and better and better. I went all over the world and did these events, especially all around my country and then Europe and then America. Anyway, the point was that I honed honed my abilities to interact with people and lost my embarrassment um, and started to say it as it was. You know, I never held back anymore. I never really held back too much anyway. But I, I started to really tell people what I got instead of hiding it or trying to circumvent it I would give them the real information but what happened was early in my career for for no reason whatsoever multi-billionaire people started to approach me and I didn't realize what that meant I was very naive because all the time I was thinking about how I want a career in the media and my ego was involved so instead of initially bothering very much with them I was more interested in celebrity which of course I now realize um The millionaires and the billionaires run the world and celebrities are just figureheads for whatever brand it is they're pushing.
2: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1am Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
4: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico,